Welcome to Becoming Powerhouse, where we discuss the tough lessons I've learned while taking my two companies from negative revenue to over seven figures. We'll talk about the raw and vulnerable truths about being boss, as well as tips and strategies you can implement immediately for better business results. I'm your host, Nicole Overcamp, the founder and CEO of Wilcox Financial Group and Powerhouse Coaching. You can see links and other resources in our notes. Don't forget to head over to powerhousemoney.com to grab your free Powerhouse bundle for business and subscribe to our newsletter. Now, let's dive in to today's episode. Hello, my powerhouses. Welcome to a, another Powerpuff episode of Becoming Powerhouse. Today, I want to give you three ways that you can get your mojo back. So if you are feeling a little bit uninspired lately and you need to step up your game, this podcast episode is for you. We all go through phases of feeling just a little blah, like we're going through the same routines of our day or in business and we're not feeling particularly inspired where we're excited to try something new or maybe growth is stagnant. So the first thing that I typically talk about if you are feeling uninspired or a little bit stuck is reconnecting with your why. Is what you're doing in all the different parts of your business aligned with your why, your mission, and the reason you're showing up every single day? Sometimes if we forget why we're doing what we're doing and the significance behind it, we can lose sight of the core of the business and our passion fizzles out. So when we're stuck in the daily grind of business or tasks or managing people or whatever it is, we can lose what's exciting. So the first is, why do you do what you do? Remember that. And have you gotten away from the things that you should actually be doing? So maybe you're at a point where you are doing so much of the grind because you're understaffed or business has gotten a lot busier. And all of a sudden, you're now taking on things that you didn't have to take on for in like the past, I don't even know, number of years, months, whatever. And they're falling back on your lap because the rest of your team is at max capacity and you need to hire. So whatever it is that's going on, why did you lose sense of your why? How can you reincorporate that into your core focus in making sure that moving forward, all of the decisions that you're making within your business are aligned with that. So you may need to hire if business has grown and shit's falling on your lap that is not allowing you to have the time and freedom for creative space to continue to be the visionary and the uh, leader that you are and continue to innovate. So do you need to hire? Second, do you maybe have the wrong people on your team who again are being a distraction? So that could be also holding you back and keeping you in the grind. Or has your business veered in the wrong direction? Have you started to take on parts of your business that maybe don't align because it was fear-based or you felt like you had to be everything to everyone uh, or the business just fell in your lap and you didn't feel compelled to say no? Do you need to clean house in terms of what it is that you're doing in business, whether it's different services or products, have they gotten 
to be too wide and maybe you need to narrow your moat so that everything is better aligned. Or perhaps you are just at an inflection point. Things are starting to run like a well-oiled machine again and it's time for you to refocus the next level. So a few things there in, in connecting with that. And I think it's easy too, to just lose focus of the significance of our why and why we're doing what we're doing. And sometimes that can also just be a healthy reminder behind the grind being worth it, right? I know for me, like shit, I'm obsessed with what I do and I love it, but every day is not great. And so I am reminding myself of my why and why I do what I do literally on a weekly basis. I'm in a highly stressful industry, be it financial planning. I'm constantly pressured with the burdens of everybody else's financial goals, woes, problems, challenges, and, and even the good stuff too, right? And making sure that we're figuring it all out for them. That's a big weight to carry. And so I'm constantly reminding myself of why I'm doing what I'm doing. And I even keep a little like uh, inventory too of celebration. So when clients will email and say, thank you so much, you have changed my life or thank you for allowing us to see the light or now we feel really confident about being able to retire and we're not stressed or whatever it is. I mean, my goodness, there's so many different little things, but I keep all of those emails in like a little smile folder in my archives in Outlook so that I can just check in and remind myself, hey, you know what? This is worth it. This is why I'm doing this because of the feeling that I get when we make a difference. So that's another thing that you might want to do because even if your business is perfectly aligned and you're doing all the things that you should be doing, sometimes days just suck. So remind yourself of how awesome you are in the work that you're doing by keeping that little smile folder or folder of cheer, whatever you want to call it, with all of the good things that people have said about your team, your company, yourself, and in the work that you are doing. So next is step outside your comfort zone. So look, if you are feeling a little bit drained or uninspired and things haven't been growing the way that you want them to, maybe you're not growing the way that you could be growing or the growth that you're capable of. Typically when we're stuck in business or even in our heads, it is a signal, it is a signal that we need to shake things up. It's time to grow, get out of our comfort zone. So if you've been doing the same old thing for the last month or months and you haven't expanded, you haven't done something new, I challenge you to do something new. So what is one thing maybe that you know you need to do, but you haven't done it, you've been avoiding it because it's uncomfortable? Schedule that thing and do it. Have you hung out with a new group of people? Do it. Go put yourself in a room that intimidates you. Go to a networking event or maybe even a fundraiser where you're going to meet new and interesting people. Or maybe it's time to think about a business coaching program or a mastermind and immersing yourself with not only someone who can help pull you out of your own way, but you're going to be surrounded by fresh perspectives, right? where that maybe you can take other founders or business owners and their ideas in totally different industries and recreate them for ideas for yourself. So what are some things that typically make you feel uncomfortable, but you know after the fact you always feel better and that will stimulate creativity for you? Get outside your comfort zone. Number three, invest in self-care. So this is a tricky one because I'll 
likens self-care to self-love. And sometimes we blur the lines between self-love as in like being too easy on ourselves and not the self-love that moves the needle that sometimes is like forcing ourselves to just show up for ourselves, love ourselves enough to know that we are worth the effort to do the hard things. And so maybe it is investing in a coach, investing in spending time with your team. Maybe you need to shift your team culture and it's time to put something together like a retreat for them or something that you know that's going to help fix the problem. And then maybe you are just in a place where you are maxed out, you're close to burnout and you do literally need to take a break or a vacation. So I know for me, I can feel myself getting there. And if I get to a point where my brain is like mashed potatoes and all I want to do is sleep, I'm hitting a wall. It is not being easy on myself. It is literally saying my body is maxed out. My brain is maxed out. I've been going at a fast pace. I've been taking on too much. I need a day. I need a day where I'm going to go to bed early. I'm going to sleep in late. I'm going to take it easy on myself and just reinvigorate my body. Sometimes that's one day. Sometimes I need a vacation or a long weekend. You know you best in what is going to allow you to recover and come back fully energized and in a better mood. Prioritizing self-care is non-negotiable. And what I want you to think about is not just these moments in time where we're feeling stuck or on the brink of burnout and we need to do something big, whether it's investing in in a business coach, which is probably all three of these things, right? Like remembering your why so that you feel super confident and making the investment and stepping outside of your comfort zone. And that is a great version of self-care all the way down to taking care of yourself, vacation, relaxing, and getting your energy back. It's all so important and we do need to recharge. But I've talked about this before too in, in past episodes is that you also have to take care of yourself like every single day. You can't treat yourself like shit, run yourself into the ground, and then just think a vacation every quarter is going to do the magic. It's not. So yes, we need to take vacations, uh, you know, whether it's quarterly or annually or however you're planning that out. But every single day, you need to do a little bit of something for yourself. So whether it is meditation, regular meditation, exercise, a hobby, or something that takes your brain off of the I have to be on and in the work all the time to off to recharge. And maybe that is literally just being 1000% present with your kids and playing with them. You know, that can be a form of self-care every single day as well. If it feels good to you, maybe it's taking a walk, whatever that is. I want to challenge you to not just think about self-care, self-love on the macro, but on the micro in every single day. Even if it's 10 minutes every day, I don't care. You have to do something for you every day. And thinking of doing these things will make you a stronger business owner, a stronger leader, a friend, partner, all of those things. Because this isn't just about like networking your connections and growing your business, but it's also about personally and making sure that you really do have the routines in place that you need, but then the support system that you need as well. I mentioned networking a couple of times. Like networking isn't just a specific networking event to grow your business. It can be showing up to a group of other like-minded individuals or women 
where maybe you're talking about how hard marriage is or how like momming isn't always a good time. And like, that's okay too. To talk about real life stuff helps you in all the areas of your life. And if you don't have a outlet for that, it will feel extremely draining and exhausting. And so I hope that these little tips and simple strategies help to get you unstuck, take action to them if you need help, more inspiration, or maybe you're really looking to take that next step to expose your business by means of coaching or a mastermind. We are here for you. Make sure that you reach out, ask the questions, engage in our community. And until next time, my powerhouses, continue to be courageous. Thanks so much for listening to Becoming Powerhouse. You can find all of the links to our site and resources in the show notes. Let's connect on Instagram at powherhousemoney. And don't forget to subscribe to our newsletter at powerhousemoney.com. Remember, I want to connect with you. I want to hear your thoughts and help you with all the challenges you're having. So engage, send me a DM. And of course, if you're loving this podcast, let us know and go ahead and hit the subscribe button and leave a review. Thank you.